we're going to have some fun. And in honor of Avengers Endgame, which is already selling tickets at a uh, record level, by the way, Ty and I are big Marvel fans. We are going to rank the entire MCU uh, from worst uh, to best in terms of movies um, with one caveat apiece. Uh, my caveat is is that I have sadly not seen uh, I've sadly not seen Homecoming, the uh, Spider-Man movie, the only Spider-Man movie a part of the MCU right now. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I, I love Spider-Man the character. I thought he was uh, great in Infinity War, so I'm looking forward to watching that. And Ty, there was a movie that you hadn't seen yet. What was yeah, it? Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen the Incredible Hulk, uh, the Edward Norton one, which I've heard is trash. I always thought that it looked trash. Um, and so I just, I'd never got around to watching it. Plus I, you know, back, back when that came out and Iron Man came out and all that, I didn't know that this was the plan, right? I didn't know that it was going to become this, uh, you know, the MCU and Avengers and become an 18, you know, billion dollar (laughs) franchise, you know? So I just, I never really got around to it. Right, so there are 21 movies in the MCU right now, not counting uh, not counting Endgame, since you know it hasn't been released yet. Um, right. So for each of us who haven't seen one of the movies, that leaves 20 spots to rank. So um, I'll go first here, and I'll rank my least favorite move Marvel movie that I've seen. And you just mentioned it; it's Incredible Hulk. That movie is straight up garbage. Um, mm-hmm. Edward Norton was mediocre at best they made a great change in casting there um largely because i guess edward norton is a dick like nobody likes working (laughs) with that guy so they go to mark ruffalo and he has been fantastic in the avengers movies and all that stuff um but yeah in uh the incredible hulk that movie just fails just across the board it's so bad it lacks humor the cgi looks terrible it's just so forgettable. I honestly, sometimes I don't even consider it part of the MCU. I, I consider, I consider the incredible. It really Hulk. doesn't feel like it until no, you know, the, so, the end credit scene, right? Right. It's just so like, and at that stage they were still going like super comic booky with it. Like they had like the panels and the comic book panels and all that stuff on screen. It's just like, this is, it just seems so, like it's so different from the rest of the MCU, which I absolutely adore. So like for all intents and purposes, I pretty much don't consider the incredible Hulk to be a part of the MCU, uh, the movie. I consider his first appearance to be in the Avengers. Um, but since it is technically a part of the MCU, I rank that dead last. Um, so Ty, who's your, what is your least favorite MCU movie? Um, I'm going to go with Thor, the dark world. Mm-hmm. I've I've only seen that movie once. I thought it was horrendous. Um, it's all you need honestly, to see. Yeah, I, I I just I I don't really even have many thoughts on it. I just I remember it being terrible and walking out of the theater like, okay, I just wasted money. So <laughs> yeah, um, that would be number nineteen for me. I agree. That is a god awful movie. It is. Um, Basically, the only redeeming quality I can remember about that is that it introduced us to the uh, to the Soul Stone, I believe is the uh, the ether. It was the, yeah, or no, that's not the Soul Stone. That's the um, 
I'm reality sorry, not, stone. Yeah, the reality stone. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was its only redeeming quality, and even that is such a minor thing at the time. Um, really, is a bummer because I really like Thor. It's pretty high up on my list, um, and that was just a uh, that 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 was tough. That was tough to watch. So yeah, I, have, I actually have a Dark World ranked number nineteen. So uh, Ty, mm. why don't you go ahead? Who's uh, who's next on your list? Uh, I'm gonna go with Iron Man three. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I, I I don't know, man. That that whole movie is really weird. Yeah. Like you know, because he's going through like the PTSD of the of mm-hmm. the, the first Avengers film, and there's that whole part where he he's goes into like James Bond mode and <laughs> like right. uh, and. Uh, uh, the Mandarin is not is like fake. <laughs> it's like a fake Mandarin, and right. it was, yeah, it was just uh, that whole movie is really weird and dumb, and I just, ugh, yeah, <laughs> no, thank it, you. It felt forced almost. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, to its credit, Iron Man three is the first movie that came out after Avengers, um, so it has a, a huge uh, like expectation that falls with it, and it also had to be the first one to really deal with the whole, you know, if he's in trouble, why doesn't he just call the, the Avengers type? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's the problem with solo movies after you have this big, you know, uh, crossover is that, well, why doesn't he just get help from somebody? Um, yeah. but yeah, honestly, I, I also have Iron Man three. That's number 18 for me. Um, but I will say unlike, uh, dark world and the incredible Hulk, I feel like it has, it's, it does have a few cool moments. Like there are some, there are some good qualities about it. Um, you know, I thought, I thought it was really fascinating to give a superhero, you know, we think of superheroes as invincible and yet here's Tony Stark, who's clearly suffering from PTSD. Um, you know, and that's part of the reason why I really love the MCU. It, it, it feels very human. It's stuff that we all deal with. Right. Um, so I really thought that was cool. I, I like the relationship with the kid, um, I, I think you might see that kid in the future MCU timeline. Um, but I, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, the Mandarin, the actual, I, who's the actor who played the Mandarin? Uh, Ben Kingsley or whatever. Yeah. I thought he was good. Um, yeah. it was a little disappointing that, you know, they ended up just making him an actor cause the Mandarin is like the biggest Iron Man villain. Um, yeah. and they just kind of made him a joke. Uh, yeah, but I thought it, his, it just felt cheap. Yeah, I thought his performance was good though. So I, there were some things I liked about Iron Man three, but overall, just not enough to make it. I mean, it's sure. it's fine. I'm not I'm not rewatching it. You know what sure. I mean? Whereas a lot of movies on this list, I'll watch multiple times in a year without any hesitation. Yeah. So yeah. that's number uh, what I say eighteen for me. Yeah. All right. So what's next on your or, list? Or, uh, oh, so that was your pick as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, more recent film. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I got a few laughs out of it, but it just really felt the, the ending is cool. The ending is cool. The way that it ties into, uh, the end of, uh, infinity war and all that. I like that. I thought that was really well done. Kind of like the, the hopelessness that, (laughs) that it leaves you with. And, um, and just how they kind of, you know, tie it all together. But I, I don't know. I, I look at that at film and it just feels, you know, the, the rest of it just feels really unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
uh, I don't know. I, I, I just felt relatively bored. I, I do like some things. Yeah, I do like uh, Evangeline Lilly as, as the Wasp. And um, and I like the whole, you know, uh, uh, with um, Hank Pym going into the into the quantum realm to uh, save his wife and all that. But, you know, it's uh, I don't know. It just it's a, it's a really underwhelming film. Gives you a few good laughs, but I, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, so those are your your worst three, right? That was uh, Dark World, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, and uh, Iron Man three. Iron those Man. are your yeah yeah. So uh, yeah, not surprisingly, I'm going to agree with Ant Man and the Wasp um, as my number sixteen, the fourth worst movie in that uh, in that in this uh, universe. I. Honestly, that whole movie felt like it was made just so that they can use the quantum realm in Endgame. Like yeah. that, that was just an entire setup to get you prepared for how they're going to beat Thanos. Um, and I thought, you know, I thought Paul Rudd was was good. Um, like I said from basically from the rest of this list on, there's not a movie that I hate. Um, I just, eh, I don't know. I just felt, I don't. It just. It was okay. It was just yeah. kind of an okay movie. Um, but yeah, I think the importance of Ant-Man and the Wasp will be significant after we see Endgame. Uh, but it won't change the fact that it's just kind of a meh movie. So uh, Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp is my uh, is uh, my 16th, I believe we're up to now. Worst, 16th yeah. best movie. Uh, so yeah. what's what's next on your list? Um. Man, this is kind of really between, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm pretty much at the same place that you are, where it's more just movies that I don't necessarily hate them, but I also don't really like them. They're just yeah. okay. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with um, the first Thor. I'm going to go mm. with the first Thor. Yeah, the, uh, the first Thor, it's... Actually... No, no, yeah, I'm gonna go with the first story. The the reason why it just it's a fine origin story. It's uh, you know, and I like the whole thing with Loki and how that gets set up, and you know, especially you know, growing up as a teenager in New Mexico and having that take place Perfect. all in New Mexico was pretty cool. Um, but I don't know, it, it it provides a few laughs, and you know, and I the the relationship between um him and um. God, what's her name? Jane? Yeah. Is her name Jane? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was escaping me for a second there. Um, I like that. and I, But really, it's just, it's, you know, it's a, it's a phase one Marvel movie. And some of them don't really age that well. Right. Uh, and, and that's kind of the case with that one. I just, I, I don't know. It's just one of the, those films that I don't really feel like going back to watch. Yeah, um, so finally we have a little bit of a difference here. Next on my list is Doctor Strange. Um, Ooh. Yeah, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was awesome. Uh, yeah. And I, I really I really do like Doctor Strange, the character. And I know this is a totally arbitrary line I'm about to draw and all that stuff, but I hate magic as like, you know, like, oh, look, I can do magic. And I know that sounds silly when we're talking about superheroes, <laughs> Uh, like I, I fully, I fully understand like the hate of like, that's, that seems, but don't you love Harry Potter? (laughs) I do. I do. But that's a, that's a franchise about magic. 
This is a superhero yeah. franchise. This is different. There's right. not wizards and all that stuff. Um, right. But like I said, it's I I felt the villain was a little bit, and this is a pretty common thread throughout most Marvel movies. I thought the villain was mediocre at best. Um, right. I just, I I don't know, man. It's this whole thing. I just, it wasn't my cup of tea, you know? And like I said, Benedict Cumberbatch is great. Um, I'm glad Doctor Strange is a part of the MCU because that means he is. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. It just, it was too, they, fit, they put a lot of emphasis on like, like psychedelic images and all that stuff. And I'm just like, this is not, I mean, I, I don't, am I watching a superhero movie or is this just some kind of weird JK Rowling alternate universe that she's created? Cause she's gone off the rails a little bit lately. Um, <laughs> so I just, I don't know, man, I just couldn't really get that too far into it. So that's my fifth worst Marvel movie. Um, so what, uh, what's next on your list? Uh, I'm going to go with guardians of the galaxy too. Uh, yeah the reason why i i I picked this one is just i found it to be a huge letdown uh guardians one is one of my favorite mcu films you'll see where i rank it soon uh but i i just felt really let down by that film um i thought the whole uh ego thing was it was fine and and the references were cool you know like where he turns into pac-man and all that that was cool and it's cute but it's not I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of weight to it. Just even seems though that, cheesy. Yeah, it's just really cheesy, especially when you consider that these characters are very important for Infinity War. Yeah. Like, really important. Yeah. Uh, I just felt like it was a pretty mediocre setup for that. Um, yeah. Like, after, after I watched Infinity War, I felt worse about Guardians 2 than I did initially. Uh, so, yeah. It just, uh, and that's where we're going to meet up again. Guardians 2, um, basically for all the reasons you just said. It just, to me, it really failed. And it's, I mean, we have the benefit of retrospect here, but it really did fail to uh, kind of, uh, I don't know what the, what's the word is. It really fails to, like, give the appropriate hype to how important those characters are going to be to the MCU um, in future films. Uh, so I just, it, the Pac-Man part felt a little corny to me. Um, like I, I get it. I understand it. Um, it's not a terrible film. It's just, it's not, it's, it's just not one of my favorites. So I have it pretty low as well. So, um, what, what's, what's next on your list? Um, I don't know if this one's controversial or not. I'm going with age of Ultron. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, a movie. I honestly forget that it exists sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's it's just one of those movies that's just like, oh yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of happens a few times when you think of, back on the MCU. You kind of just like, oh yeah, that was a movie. Um, yeah. And that's just one of those. It's not a terrible movie. Um, yeah, it's fine. really. I, yeah, it's a it's a fine movie. It's just it's not. Like, I don't really like the whole thing with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. I just think they're yeah. kind of boring. And I I really didn't like how a lot of the films uh, centered around them. Um, and uh, just the whole thing with Ultron was just, meh, you know, it's just boring. Yeah, Ultron's a pretty significant uh, villain. 
yeah. in like the comics and all that stuff. And I'm not a huge comic book fan. I don't read them. Uh, but it just felt like they really didn't get all they could have out of that villain. Um, like I said, I, I sad that they killed off, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Quicksilver. I'm Quicksilver. glad. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit bummed that they, they, uh, killed him off so quickly. I felt like that could have been well, a nice character. They're, they're bringing him back in Endgame, So, <laughs> Are, is he on the, uh, IMDB page? I don't, I don't know, but I assume that if they're going to go back in time and all that, they're probably going to go back to Sokovia. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, I'll get back to that pretty shortly because that's not very high on my list at all either. Um, but I am going to go ahead and I am going to put um, – this might be a little controversial. I am going to put Captain America Winter Soldier next on my list. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I love. Uh, I love what they did to Bucky's character. I think that is really cool. Uh, other than that, eh, not. I just. I don't know, man. I and Captain America is probably my favorite Avenger, so it hurts to say that. But I am just not a fan of Winter Soldier. And I, you know what? I shouldn't say I'm not a fan because I do like that movie. Um, but it's just honest. On, okay. I'll, I'll level with you right now. There's it's between two movies right now that I'm trying to decide it's between Ant-Man and winter soldier. Right. And the reason I right for now, I'm willing to put Ant-Man ahead of it is that I like my superhero movies to come with a little bit of comedy. Um, and there are just, there are quite a few lines from Ant-Man that I just love. And I remember, uh, you know, the one that pops up the one about Baskin Robbins always knows like, yeah, it, I just, I like that a little bit more. So I don't know. I would put those like as a tie for this spot, but, but right. I, again, I like both of those movies, so I don't want to sound like I'm ripping either one of them, but that's just kind of where I'm at. So I, I'll just put Ant-Man and Captain America as a tie, um, for their Captain America, uh, winter soldier, but, there, there are certainly some some badass moments in Captain America: Winter Soldier. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with Iron Man two. Um, it's another one of those that's just it's kind of forgettable. It's uh, Whiplash is okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I kind of like the you know, the, and also I really thought um, what's his name Hammer was just annoying. Yeah, I just I, I really just don't. Like, I get that's, like, the purpose of his character, but I just, uh, you know, he's just kind of a douchebag, but just not, like, in a really fun way, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, yeah, it's just more just like, okay, just go away. Uh, that was Sam Rockwell, right? Yeah, yeah, we we yeah. really didn't need him in the MCU. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I it's, it's a forgettable film. I'm not into it. Uh, yeah, whatever. Right. Um... We'll get back to Iron Man 2 in a minute. Uh, next on my list, after I kind of cheated and bunched Ant-Man and Captain America and Winter Soldier together, is uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah, I just... it's To me, it's the least... Uh, it's the worst of the Avengers movies. Um, and it's not to say it doesn't have its moment. I absolutely love the scene where they're trying to lift Thor's hammer and, and Cap gets it up like a quarter of an inch. And you just see the look on Thor's face, uh, yeah. you know, it's just stonewalled. 
And then he just he starts laughing like, ha ha, ha not even close. And I, I love that. I love that scene. Um, it also introduces us. Well, not we. It kind of introduces us to the Mind Stone. We see it in action much earlier, but that's really the first time we see it out of the scepter and all that stuff. Um, and it, it gives us it gives us Vision, who is uh, I think a pretty badass character. Um, right. Maybe a little OP, but you know whatever. Uh, but yeah. yeah, overall I thought Age of Ultron was only okay. Um, it just, it wasn't as good as the first one. So, uh, yeah, so that's where I would put age of Ultron. So, uh, what do you have next? I'm going to go with the first Avengers film. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's great to see like all the characters coming together. Stories kind of meh. (laughs) Uh, you know, some of it is really cheesy, uh, and it's just, I don't know. It falls in line and it, it falls with in line with those, you know, cheesy comic book tropes. And I'm just not really into it uh, mm-hmm. on that level. But, I, you know, I love seeing the characters coming together. I love the Battle of New York and all that. Fantastic. You know, one of the most iconic uh, moments in, in superhero film history. Uh, maybe the most iconic moment. It's. Uh, yeah, I, but I, just overall as a film it's okay and uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a, a, a another film here too just so i can catch up because i i am keeping track of our films and you're like two ahead of me since you bunched winter soldier and ant-man together no sorry. so it's it's okay uh so let I'm me know gonna... when we, let me let me know when you get to the top 10 and let's do a quick recap of that since you're keeping track sure uh so I'm going to go with man this is when it starts getting tough because i really like all the movies that are right are still on there um man okay uh i'm gonna go with uh oh actually i'm gonna go with the most recent film captain marvel okay uh captain marvel it was it was fun and i you know i i really like the implications that it has because you know first you know main females uh uh, Marvel character to you know get her own film and all that. I think that was I think that's fantastic. It was great. Comparing like that to like Wonder Woman, I actually kind of preferred Wonder Woman. I know that's it, we you know the kind of blas blasphemous for a predominant Marvel fan to say that, but uh, that's just how I felt like coming out of it. But uh, Captain Marvel, it um. I really like Brie Larson as the character. Yeah, I thought um, I thought the the whole uh, relationship with her and Nick Fury and everything was 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 fine. It was fun. Um, I'm not. I won't. I won't say spoilers since it is pretty recent. Uh, but the thing that they do with uh, Nick Fury and his eye is kind of silly, but almost too silly. I don't know. I, I wasn't. I wasn't fully on board with that. I'll just yeah, say. Well, I, I kind of like that, though, because, and again, I try not to spoil it because it is fairly recent. I, when you think the way Nick Fury would lose an eye, that is like so down on the list that it's almost like whims, like, you know, the big tough guy loses his eye like that. And you're like, eh. I, I, I don't know. I almost found that like almost poetic, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like Fury's so, a badass. Yeah. You want to see him go down like that, you know? Yeah, so that was uh, it was a little cheap, um, but um, yeah, that that's that's 
it was it was a fun movie. I liked it. I like all the '90s references and stuff, like you know, with right. her crashing into the blockbuster and that was all cool that. that was cool. Yeah. yeah, that was that was really nice. And like, um, you know, and when like they got the Street Fighter Two machine and the bar and all that. Yeah, yeah that was that was all cool. Um, and I'm pretty sure that was New Mexico when they uh, when they go to uh, the um, what was it, the Shield Base or whatever. Yeah, uh, I think that. Because I think the Air Force Base is California or the, in the Air, desert. Or the Air Force right. Base, yeah. But yeah. I, I think the actual like shield facility was in New Mexico. Yeah. So um a lot happened yeah, in it New was, Mexico. I know. Well, you know, it's well, it's because of the taxes down there. Oh, it's that's like what it is. Basic, yeah, that's why they film pretty much all of phase one is filmed in New Mexico. Yeah. Like well, yeah, like the first Avengers like Battle of New York and all that, I'm pretty sure it was filmed in New Mexico. Well, not to get too deep into the New Mexican tax laws, but uh, that, that, that's an interesting tidbit. I, I did not yeah. know that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure when they started moving over to Georgia and all that, but yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember Atlanta, they were filming stuff. Yeah. I know the Atlanta area is very popular to film in movies. Yeah. Um, so where does that put us on the list? What number are we at? So we are at nine films each. So we each have nine left. Uh, don't oh no, we have 11, 11 left. Yeah, we have 11 left. So, right, so yeah, so you this pick is your the next last one. one. This is the last one before our top 10, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Thor, the original. You know, for all the reasons you already mentioned, but... You know, it really it introduced us to Thor, who is absolutely awesome. Um, it, it felt a little. I don't. I mean, it's really tough to blame these. It's really tough to blame these uh, these early films for not properly establishing certain things because we had no idea. They had no idea. Um, but I really felt like that Thor did a poor job of showing just how freaking powerful Thor is um, because for most of the movie, he was eh, not that intimidating. You know what I mean? It just, right. I don't know. There was, uh, there were bits of humor in it. I would have liked a little bit more, um, but I understand you have to set up, you have to set up, you know, Asgard because that obviously that plays a big role in later films and all that stuff. So you know, but uh, yeah, I just it was it was good. Uh, just I don't think it's top ten worthy, so I'll, I'll go with Thor at number eleven. Right. Um, hmm. Let me see. Actually, I think that was number ten. Right. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> sorry. That 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 was my tenth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with um, Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, yeah, I uh, honestly, that movie's grown a lot on me. I really did not like it the first time that I ever saw it. Um, yeah, which, uh, well, again, it was in part, it was due in part to not really knowing how much this thing was going to grow. Obviously, that was the first film that really like leaned into oh yeah, we're making, you know, the Avengers and this is going to be a huge cinematic universe and all that. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's in the, 
it's in the title, <laughs> you know, the first Avenger. But I, um, I don't know. I just the first time watching it, I just it was okay. But also, I was kind of young and just I, I didn't really. Uh, it just didn't really. Um, it didn't really go with my tastes at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I got older, I started to appreciate it more. It's it's a fun film. I, I like it. I like the. You know, especially like when, uh, you know, the whole thing with Bucky and then, you know, knowing what's going to happen with Bucky and everything. I think as you get later on into the MCU and go back to that film, that's one that actually does really hold up well. And uh, especially like with uh, the Red Skull Skull and the Tesseract and everything and just how all that comes together is really cool. Yep. Um, I guess next for me, I'll go with Iron Man 2. I, I think that's a good film. Um, they said Whiplash was kind of cool. Hammer was I mean, just worthless. Absolutely yeah. worthless. I feel like he was strictly there as comic relief, and sometimes it wasn't funny. So that's yeah. always a dangerous game that you play. Um, yeah. But one thing that I thought was really cool, and I'm it's like after the fact, so they can say whatever they want. But I thought it was really cool that you know, during the, when he's fighting the hammer drones at the end there and the kid holds up like his Tony Stark glove. Yeah. And you know, and then Iron Man comes swoops down next to him and blasts the dude. I thought well, it was isn't really... that technically Peter. Peter yes, Parker? that is technically Peter Parker. That's, that's what they've come back and said. Obviously I'm sure that's just a bit of fan service. Um, yeah. but I appreciate that because that is freaking awesome. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, I, I really like that scene. Uh, it also introduced us to War Machine, and it brought Don Chadle into the MCU, and Don Chadle's awesome. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'll go Iron Man 2 there. Yeah. Um, well, hmm. I'm going to go with Ant-Man, mm-hmm. uh, okay. the first one. Uh, it's... I had a a lot of fun watching that film. Um, again, it's, you know, it's another MCU movie that has a really mediocre villain. Um, it's, uh, he's not one of the worst, but he's, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not really a huge fan of yellow jacket in general, uh, just from the comics and everything. So even, even going into the film, I, I didn't really think the casting was that great. Uh, I just I don't know. I do like the 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 fight scene between uh, uh, Paul Rudd or uh, God Jesus uh, Ant Man and and Yellow Jacket and you know with like uh, Thomas and you know, and all that right. and, and and the briefcase with the with the iPhone and all that that was cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 one of the more fun. Um, MCU films, you know, it came out around that same time as, you know, like Guardians and all that, like when they were starting to more lean on uh, comedy heavy films and all that. And um, yeah, I think they executed it really well. It sucks that the second one wasn't as good. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, it's actually it's actually one of the few like MCU movies that I would watch multiple times. And uh how much does Luis make that movie so much better? Uh, tons. Yeah, back it he, up. Back it up. Back <laughs> it up. <laughs> I still, like I said, my favorite quote from that entire movie is, oh, yeah, man, Baskin Robbins always finds out. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I just, I love that. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly see why Iron Man's that high. Uh, next for me, I'm going to go with Guardians, uh, the original. Yeah. 
Um, I actually didn't. I actually, I just recently watched it for the first time not too long ago. Uh, yeah. And full disclosure, full disclosure here. When the trailers first started to drop on TV for that, I, honest to God, not being a fan of the comic books or anything, I thought that that was a, uh, a parody. I thought that they were making fun of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and I was like, oh, that might be that might be fun to see because a talking raccoon, a tree like, come on, that's that's not Marvel. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just I never saw it. And then a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, I have to see that. I mean, I, I have to. Uh, yeah. So I watched it and it was good. Um, obviously, pretty much anything Chris Pratt's in, I'm going to enjoy. Um, yeah. And that was really good. Uh you know, we got to see the Nova Force, which could play a pretty big role going forward. Yeah. Um, I just, I thought, I thought the movie was good, and um, you know, Rocket's really, Rocket's really funny. Uh, I just, I thought it was a good blend of humor. None of the characters seemed too OP, which can be a problem in some of these uh, movies. Uh, so I thought it was just a good blend of uh, humor and. Uh, action sequence and also uh, ties in nicely to uh, you know Endgame and Infinity Wars. Uh, so I thought I thought it was really nicely done. So I'll, I'll go Guardians, right there. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go, and and this kind of hurts because I I love Spider Man so much. I love the character. That's everything to me. Uh, but I gotta go with Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucks, you know, having to put it so low, but really when you look at all these films, these films are we're starting to get into like the great MCU films. Right. And Homecoming Homecoming does produce one of the better uh MCU villains with uh Michael Keaton as as the vulture. He's fantastic. Uh yeah. re- really uh one of the more fleshed out villains. Uh, they have another villain in the, you know, I don't want to say too much because I, I know you're going to watch it. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but they have another one of my favorite villains in, in the film that gets, uh, I feel cheated on because <laughs> kind of like how I did with the Mandarin. Yeah. Um, it, that, that, that kind of sucked, but, um, you know, and I, and I really like Tom Holland as, as Peter Parker. Yeah. You know, the, the one thing that I have to say about the, the past Spider-Man films was, uh, Toby Maguire was a great Peter Parker, but an okay Spider-Man. And I felt that Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider-Man, but a horrible Peter Parker. Sure. And I feel that Tom Holland takes, um, best of both worlds. Kind of, yeah. It's like the best of both worlds. Right. Because really these actors have to play two different characters. Yeah. And, um, because Spider-Man is more cocky and confident and Peter Parker is more of a, you know, a shy, you know, nerd. Yeah. And, um, and that's hard to accomplish. And I think that introducing Tom Holland as this, you know, 16 year old kid, uh, you know, the 16 year old version of Peter Parker, uh, mainly based off of the ultimate Spider-Man comics and all that. I thought it was really cool what they did with him. And, and, um, the movie, it, it does create one, uh, kind of, uh, timeline inconsistency, uh, at the beginning of the film. I don't know if you, if you know about it, if not, you'll, you'll know exactly what it is when you see it uh it doesn't make any sense uh <laughs> just in terms of like years and everything right uh but um yeah just overall it's it's a fun film um 
I really like Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about that with her being so young. Right. Uh, but I thought it was cool how they handled it. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I love I love his relationship with his friends and everything. It's it's great. But, um, you know, it's it's a little underwhelming in parts. So that's why it ends up so low. So we are we in the top five yet? Uh, not yet. We okay, are at we are at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So this is our thirteenth. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, this is getting harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Captain America, the first, uh, first Avenger. Um, I I love Captain America. Uh, um, and this was, this was really cool. Um, I just I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, Doctor uh, Erskine gets, he might be the most underappreciated character in the entire MCU. Um, right. But. I, I don't know, man. I, I love that whole opening sequence about how he's a kid who wants to go fight and die for his country, but just gets picked on, but he keeps on getting back. You know, it's just, it's a really cool story. Um, yeah. Just the whole, you know, the whole idea of like those who have only known power are bound to abuse it while those who never had it will appreciate it. Um, it just sets everything up so well for how like Captain America is going to act uh, to me, Captain America is the most consistent character in the entire MCU, and it's not because he hasn't shown any growth at all. He obviously has, um, but just his storyline throughout the entire MCU, I find is just it's it's near perfect for me. Um, so I just I really like this movie. I think it's set up everything else so well, um, and I just I don't I I I thought it was I thought just thought it was fantastic and. You know, it's hard to imagine anybody else but Chris Evans being Captain America, uh, and the fact that he almost turned down that role um, because of the failures of what was it, Fantastic Four? Um, yeah. Thank goodness he didn't, because that that movie is awesome. Um, Red Skull, I thought was a, I thought was a good villain in terms of you know what the MCU throws out there. Uh, I thought the superhero was great. Obviously, it created the spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, we got to see... Um, uh, sorry. We got to see uh, Peggy Carter and Howard Stark, who are more, you know... We got to see them in glimpses, at least, who are un- more underappreciated MCU characters. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Captain America. I, re- I really do like that movie a lot. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, yeah. I uh, I was surprised to see you put it so low, uh, but I, I I do agree with you about uh, Mads, uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character is horrible and just, just uh, it kind of, he's, he's kind of the uh, example number one of why the MCU fails to create consistently like good villains. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, he's really underdeveloped, underwhelming. Just doesn't really feel like much of a threat the the entire time. I don't. Another thing that I didn't really like was kind of how they made a joke out of Demar- out of Dormammu, even though that that scene is pretty fantastic. 
um just overall just the character itself though just again i just i don't really like how they've made some of these you know menacing villains in the comics just jokes um because dormammu is fantastic um in the comics and and i love dormammu and i i hope that they that that's not the end of dormammu and and the mcu um but yeah i um I, I did really like all the all the visual aspects of it. I I, I love uh, you know you you didn't really like it, but I I really am into you know colors and and you know like the psychedelic you know kaleidoscope type of uh, visuals that they were that they were creating uh, with with everything with the with the uh, with the Tilda Swinton's character and everything. So um, yeah, I. I it's one of my favorites, but it's also like it has clear flaws. But you know, and obviously, I love Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. He's who does fantastic. It? Yeah, I mean, he's the perfect uh, person to he play is. that role. And it's uh, yeah, he just knocks it out of the park. So um, yeah, it, it 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 falls right outside of my top five, and I I really enjoyed it. But it does have flaws. But the 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 positives really do outweigh the negatives in that one. Yeah, I really like the line. Uh, it's, it's a little Easter egg, too, for comic book fans, where I can't remember his name. He hands Strange a piece of paper with the name written on it. And he's, what is this, my, you know, my chan or whatever? He goes, it's the Wi-Fi password. We're not savages. Like I, yeah. I love that line. Um, and like I said, I know that's an Easter egg for, like, comic book fans. I, I don't, I'm not a big comic book reader, so I, I didn't know that was an Easter egg um, until... I saw that it was so, uh, but I thought that was really cool. Um, but anyways, next on my list, I'm going to go with Captain Marvel. Um, this to be, now this might be recency bias, um, but I really liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought Brie Larson was awesome. Um, I thought the villain, the villains were, you know, okay. Um, again, all the callbacks to the nineties. I absolutely loved um, I really enjoyed getting to see uh, Nick Fury. Um, I thought the humor was good. I thought the visuals were good. I thought it gave a good backstory to Captain Marvel. Um, you know, I love all the bit characters, and like I said, I don't want to spoil too much about uh, too much about the movie because it is fairly new. Um, but I just I thought it was really well done, um, and it introduced a powerful character in a way, and I think it also really. Um, helped kind of explain you know why this character wasn't around for avengers you know what i mean or age of ultron like why wouldn't why wouldn't fury call in this ultimate weapon um and i thought they did a pretty good job of answering all that so um i just i really like it and like i said there's a chance that's recency bias and maybe in a year if we were to redo this i might have it lower but I just I really like that movie, and uh, I'm glad I, I went and saw it as early as I did. So I'll go Captain Marvel. Okay. Oh boy. All right. This is uh this is tough now. <laughs> um, I feel like we say that about every three three movies. We're like, all right, this is getting really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now this is getting insane. Um, I'm gonna go with Civil War. Okay. Uh, Civil War again it's kind of uh it's an it's kind of like the 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 first Avengers film where it's great to see all these characters come together and you know for the big payoff but the story 
does fall off at and in, in parts. It's not as inconsistent throughout as 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 the first Avengers film. And I really like, you know, the the um you know, kind of the uh the the um god the kind of like the sibling rivalry right between iron man and captain america and kind of what happens you know or the conflict that is created between them because of bucky and all that uh especially towards the end when you know the the big reveal and all that i i i really do love that i love the introduction of of black panther and spider-man and everything that's um those are huge moments for not just the MCU, but just for for comic book fans and you know, and superhero movie fans in general. Um, overall, though, you know, it it could be better in ways. Um, you know, it does it does have some underwhelming uh, moments, but overall, it's it's a really fun film. Love it. It uh, yeah, it's one of my faves. So, yeah. All right, next on my list, I'm going to go with Black Panther. Um, I know that everybody and their mother loves this movie um, and it is a great movie. Don't get me wrong. But when I hear people talking about it being the best, uh, best of the uh, MCU, I, I don't know what they're watching. Um, yeah. I, I think Killmonger is great. It's one of the better villains. Um, the backstory is terrific. Uh, like I said, we got a little taste of black Panther in uh, civil war. Uh, Wakanda is awesome. Um, I still, the movie, it's a very good movie. Um, I don't really think it's all that close to being the best Marvel movie. Um, but like I said, it's a, it's a great movie, um, really well cast and yeah, you know what? There is something cool about seeing an African superhero, um, in the MCU, uh, in such a badass one at that. So, uh, I, I just, I enjoyed it. Um, I think, you know, obviously, you know, Black Panther gets dusted, but we know he's coming back. There's no way that they're going to leave oh, a yeah. cash cow dead in the MCU. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought I thought it was a really good story. I thought the humor was good. I thought the action was good. The villain was actually good. Um, the casting was really good. So I, I see why a lot of people uh, really love that movie. Don't see it being the best, but it, it's really good. So I'll go Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. The, that's my pick as well. Uh, you know, I, I, I really do uh, appreciate the, the cultural impact that it has and, and it, that it's had and everything. But I mean, come on, it's it's not an Oscar worthy film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's it, I, I get why it was nominated. Right. But yeah, it's not an Oscar worthy film. Uh, it's a good it's a good film. Um you know, it, it, like you said, I love Killmonger. I think Michael B. Jordan was fantastic. He's just a brilliant actor in general, yep. anyway. Uh, so is Chadwick Boseman. Yep. Um, and Chadwick Boseman really has—he's played some icons uh, in his career. He's had a fantastic career, and he's so young still. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people talk about like you know Donald Glover having a really great career. I mean, look at Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman's played Jackie Robinson. <laughs> black panther and so many more you know he played james brown uh he's 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 a lot more uh denzel washington than he is donald glover um yeah although i i think he's probably a better actor uh he he is one of i would say one of the five best actors in the world right now um 
he's really good. He's got tremendous range. Yeah. And, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I do, uh, I really love, uh, you know, Shuri and, and, um, Okoye and Mbaku and, and all those characters, uh, really it's, 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 it's a fun movie. Uh, it has a great message, has uh, made uh, such a great cultural impact. Um, but also, you know, it's not it's not a movie that I feel that I want to go back and watch. I've watched it three times now, and I kind of feel content at that number. You're like, I'm good. Um, yeah, and it's like, okay, you know, I get it now. And it's like, you know, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not just like the, it's like, and I get that it means a lot more to people for other reasons, right? And and that's right. why. But for for me, and maybe it's because you know I'm white, so it doesn't have that uh, impact on me, you know. But I, uh, yeah, I still I still really do uh, like it. Uh, but it's just it's not my favorite, right? All right. So uh, next on my list, I'm going to go with the. Oh no, I'm starting to lose track of who I pick. Uh, the original Avengers movie. Okay. Uh, I really like, I think Loki was a cool villain because he wasn't, Loki has this weird like anti-hero persona throughout the MCU. And at this stage he was still a villain. Um, But even then you're like, well, he's, he's not really pulling the strings here. Uh, You know, it just, I thought Loki was a cool villain. Um, It it introduced us to uh, two. Well, I guess uh, the, I guess, but anyways, two Infinity Stones are in it. Um, there's obviously the great the uh, greatness of this team assembling, um, the rallying around Phil Coulson's death, which is still really sad. Uh, Supposed to death. Um, there's yeah. uh, there's the great there's a great line where Loki says he has an army, and Tony says we have a Hulk. Uh, it's probably <laughs> one. It's probably one of the more iconic lines in the franchise's history. Maybe the most iconic. Um, I just I really liked it. It had a good team dynamic, um, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I really like the role that Hawkeye played because I like Hawkeye. I do. Um, I know people make fun of him. He's a little guy with a bow and arrow and all that stuff, and <laughs> I, I, I get it. Like that's really underwhelming when you consider people can fly and shoot phasma beams out of their arms and all that stuff. But uh, I really like Hawkeye the character, and I like that he uh, like that he played a pretty prominent role. I just I like the whole thing. I really do. Um, it's a movie that I can watch uh, over and over again. Not on like a like I could probably watch it three or four times a year and not get tired of it. So I just I really like the Avengers, the original one. It's also the one that really got me. Just you know I like I'm in on the MCU. That was the movie that got me. Um, I went to the midnight premiere with a bunch of friends. We sat front row. We absolutely loved it. So maybe because of that reason, it's a little higher on my list than it should be, but I really love the, uh, the original Avengers. So that's where I'm, I'm going there. Okay. All right. Oh boy. All right. Um, where are we at now? I think we have five left or well, I have five left and you have four left. All right. Let's so, do it. Uh, I'm going to go, who I'm going to go, controversial infinity war. Uh, infinity war is such 
an impactful, you know, spectacle. Uh, and the first experience with it is so great because it's so shocking, right? right? Watching it again, knowing what happens, does take away from the magic of it. And I feel like that means that it's not going to age very well because it already hasn't aged very well after watching it again on Netflix uh, for me. But it's still a fantastic film. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I just, when watching it again, it it's just, it's not, I just don't have that jaw-dropping moment anymore. But because of how amazing my first experience with the film was, that's why it's still like in the top you know uh five or i I believe we're at the top five now so yeah i i think i'm actually i think i only have four movies left um yeah so yeah i am going to agree with you i'm going to go with infinity war um you know it's really really tough in these avengers movies to have a consistent storyline um we've seen it in at least i've seen it recently with the latest uh star wars movie for example it felt like there was like four different storylines going on, mm-hmm. uh, which can make things hard to follow. So it's really tough when you have, uh, you know, this particular story where, you know, half the Avengers are in Wakanda and half are on another planet. You know what I mean? It just, yeah. so that can be a little overwhelming, but I thought they did a pretty good job of that, with that. Um, you know, we got to see Thanos, who is, I mean, in my opinion, far and away the best villain of the MCU uh, so far, uh, we get to right. see how powerful he is. Um, and we also get to understand a little bit. The best villains aren't aren't just evil for evil's sake, unless, you know, the Joker. But, uh, but you know, there has to be a reason for their madness. And Thanos' backstory is tragic, and it makes him, it makes him sympathetic in a way. Um, yeah. You know, if you can forget the fact that he's, you know, a genocidal maniac. Um uh, it just, he's, but he's still a sympathetic character, um, and that's really tough to do to make somebody, you know, sympathetic, but also be this huge villain that you want to see just destroyed. Um, but I just, I thought it did a really nice job of bringing the entire universe together without it actually being, without the entire universe actually being in the same place. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it also did, I think it did a nice job to leaving the window cracked about how the Avengers could possibly beat this guy um, when they couldn't do it before. I think they left the window open for that. So uh, overall, I thought that was just a really good movie. Um, you know, I, I'm imagining Endgame will build on that. Um, but I thought, I thought it was a great movie. It stands alone on its, it stands by itself. They did a great job inter- integrating a ton of storylines. Um, so I thought, I thought it was well done. So I'll go infinity war. All right. Um, man, uh, lot, lot of, lot of good movies here. (laughs) Um, all right. So what do I have left? Let me just look real quick. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with the uh the first iron man okay which is a classic it's it set everything off and uh 
I mean, you know, it introduced you to Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark and everything. And, you know, no one could have more perfectly, you know, portrayed that role. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Uh, And, you know, it's not an amazing story, especially once you get to the latter half of the film. You know, Obadiah Stane is, he's okay. You know, Jeff Bridges is, uh, is, is fine as the, mm-hmm. as a character. And he's, it's, it, he's not the worst villain in the MCU. He's probably honestly one of the better ones. Um, but overall the, you know, the story in the latter half is meh, but the whole, you know, Tony Stark's backstory that they created for him for, for, uh, for the, for the MCU and everything about, you know, wanting to, uh, you know, or seeing the destruction that his company basically caused and, you know, seeing how, um, and basically you know, it stays true to the, you know, just to the effects of war in general. Right. Right. And the money and the greed and everything that is involved in that, you know, behind the scenes. And, um, yeah. And that, and that narrative is driven really well. And, and, you know, and then you got, Tony Stark, who's this cocky, you know, billionaire playboy philanthropist, as he calls himself, and <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, he he's just, he's fantastic, man. He's he's one of the the greatest characters, honestly, in modern cinema. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just it's been amazing to grow up through my teen years and now into my twenties with kind of him being a part of it, and uh, it's gonna be sad to to see him go. Uh, I, yeah. I assume this is going to be his last month, or this is going to be his last film this month. So yeah, it's that's why uh, Endgame is going to be pretty bittersweet. Um, so I believe I have three left. Is that right? Believe so. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Iron Man for all the reasons you just did. Um, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is nothing without Robert Downey Jr. This movie kicked everything off. It was so because here's the deal: comic book movies are really tough because there's a lot of different ways you can go with them. You can go dark, you can go super comic-y, you can try and do just straight like comedies. Um, and this one didn't really. It just said, "No, we're gonna, just going to be a movie." And there was character development, there was a storyline, there was a hero's journey. It was just a really well written script. It was really well acted, really well cast. Um, and it's just, it's one of those movies that holds up over time. Like we could watch this movie 20 years from now and you're going to be like, yeah, that's a good movie. You know what? So it's, it doesn't rely too heavily. Like, I mean, obviously any superhero movie is going to have a heavy reliance on CGI and stuff like that, but this one felt pretty real. Um, so I'm going to give it to Iron Man as my number three. Um, that's a movie I can watch multiple times and never get tired of. Uh, just a complete hero's journey for Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, plays him flawlessly. So uh, I'll go Iron Man as well. Cool. cool. Uh, so I am going to go with the Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, I love the the political thriller, you know, vibe that that it creates. And, you know, the, the betrayal of the shield and, you know, the, the truth finally coming out about... Hydra and all that it's uh it's such a you know it it sets 
pretty much every you know the the course of the rest of the MCU off, right? You know, kind of it's kind of the the building block for where the MCU is now, and um, it's such a you know the the whole situation with Bucky and and Captain America trying to trying to bring him back and and trying to to save his friend and sacrificing everything to to do that for his friend is is, it's such an admirable it's you know it's another reason to just love the character of captain america Mm -hmm. and again you know as you said back when you listed it you know bucky is fantastic what they did with him is amazing i i really do hope that um they follow in line with the comics and and allow him to to continue the line of being Captain America and, and uh, allow uh, him to, you know, receive his own films um, as that character, because I, I really, I really love Sebastian Stan and just everything yep. that he's done with that character. And if, and if that's where they take him after uh, Endgame, I'm, I'm all for it. Awesome. So we're, we're coming up on a two hour podcast here. So yeah, <laughs> remind, remind me to put the disclaimer that the first half is Mariners. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so number two, this is a really tough one, uh, but I'm going to go Thor Ragnarok. Um, I think Thor Ragnarok may be the, the model of which to build future superhero type movies. It's funny. There's a good villain. It requires sacrifice to defeat. We get to see even the most powerful Avenger or one of them at the very least. He's not like he's not invincible. It's one of the problems with Superman, right? Is that he's just got every power in the world. He's basically impossible to beat. That's not exciting. Um, But they made Thor look mortal. And uh, like I said, the humor is fantastic. Um, I really thought they did a nice job of just everything we got get introduced to valkyrie we get to see uh we get to see some redemption kind of from loki um i i love the scene in the elevator where they're going up uh and they're the plan uh help me whatever it is yeah yeah i I hate that was it get help get help you want to do get help no i hate get help we're doing get help (laughs) Like, and it's, that's just because that's a sibling thing, you know, that's, yeah. that's totally something that you do with your siblings. Um, I just, I really liked, I love that movie. It is, um, yeah, it's right there in the conversation for number one for me, but, uh, Thor Ragnarok, I would like to see a lot more, uh, superhero movies that are made like that. So I'll go, I'll put that in the number two spot. Uh, that's, that's my pick as well. Uh, okay. for number two, I, uh, I had so much fun watching that film. Um, I've seen it four times now. I love Jeff Goldblum so <laughs> much in that film. I love his his interactions with Thor yeah. uh, when he's first introduced and everything, where he calls him Sparkles or what. <laughs> like <laughs> it's uh, he, that uh, yeah. Honestly, Jeff Goldblum just made that movie for me. Uh, but the rest of it is is amazing too. It, it really it takes everything from you know the Guardians of the Galaxy series and and Ant Man and Doctor Strange and all that. You know it kind of it rolls the comedy and the colors and the vibrance and everything, and kind of just rolls it into one. And they do it perfectly. And you know everything with Hulk, how they kind of made a Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk movie without doing Planet Hulk. Yeah. 
uh, fully, you know, just, in, you know, putting him in space and everything mm-hmm. uh, was really, really cool. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, and, and doing that because, you know, they both weren't in Civil War. And so they gave them both their shine. Um, yep. And, you know, and did it while it was like, while Civil War was going on and everything. And, you know, and, and it really, you know, and for all the uh, silliness and everything that goes on with it, though, they tell a great story about Thor and allow him to mature into this yep. god. You know, he truly transcends into being, you know, what he was destined to be, right? And uh, and that's kind of overlooked with that film is that, mm-hmm. you know, everyone appreciates it for the comedy and the characters and everything which is fantastic but it really does tell a great story and also uh hella or uh yeah is that yeah. how you say her name? yeah yep yeah hella yeah she she uh she's perfect mm-hmm. she is perfect and she to me is the best mcu villain wow i yeah. i think she was incredible well outside of loki but i also don't consider loki to be a full-on villain because he's kind of like the anti-hero yeah he's of... an anti-hero he's a classic anti-hero yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, when all cards are put to the table, Loki appears to have sacrificed his life uh, to save his brothers in uh, in uh, Infinity War. So uh, yeah. we'll see if they're bringing him back. I kind of hope they do. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great movie. Um, so if I'm counting right and all that, um, that leads me to with my favorite, which is Civil War. Um. Here's like one of the underrated things about Civil War that, at least for me, um, is that it didn't have the Hulk, right? Right. It didn't have Thor. Uh-huh. Those are the two most powerful individual beings up to that point in the MCU that we had seen. They weren't yeah. even like mentioned in the movie hardly at all. And it's still so good. There's still so many good characters. We get introduced to a lot of really cool characters. Um, and it just, it sets up this, what right now is, I mean, it's not the main, obviously right now the main story storyline is the decimation, but it sets up this Tony versus Steve, you know, conflict, which has been driving the last, I don't know, six, seven movies. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like yeah. this, it sets up the conflict that is obviously going to be resolved in Endgame. Um, and it's just it's got great character development. There is no there is no true villain, really, in a way. Um, and it just it's it's awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, and like I said, it's really cool that they found a way to get Thor and the Incredible Hulk off screen um, because those two are just so powerful that either side that had them would just, you know, so it's just, I really thought that it was just well done. Beautiful character development. They sprinkled in a few characters who were going to get their own standalone movie. We saw Spider-Man. Uh, we saw Black Panther. We saw um, uh, Ant-Man, who at that point, had did Ant-Man yeah. come out before or after? Like, I know on the timeline, Ant-Man happens right before. Yeah, it, Ant-Man came, came out before Civil War. Okay, so, but you get the idea, right? It's set up all these little characters and all that stuff. It set up a conflict that is still going on and it did all that while being a good movie with a good story without 
having its two two of its biggest hitters in it, that's a great movie. So I'm going Civil War. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> One with my my number one pick. The reason why. So I remember when they announced that they were going to do a Guardians of the Galaxy film. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew about the Guardians of the Galaxy at the time. But really, my first exposure to the Guardians of the Galaxy was um, uh, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. Uh, this fighting game that I absolutely loved. Came out in uh, t- 2011, and Rocket Raccoon was added. And I, Rocket Raccoon was one of the, the characters that I mained in the game. And I just loved him. And when I heard that they were making this film, I was like, okay, I'm totally in. Uh <laughs> And then I, you know, I, I heard that Chris Pratt got got cast as Star Lord, and you know, me being a massive Parks and Rec fan, I just, I was, I was completely sold. And then you got, you know, Zoe Saldana and Batista, who is incredible as Drax. I really did not expect that he is fantastic as Drax. Um, you know, Bradley Cooper is great as 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 uh, Rocket. They really didn't need Vin Diesel to be Groot, but it's funny that he is Groot. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like, okay, Vin Diesel is that character and he says one line and they probably paid him millions of dollars to do that one line. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the fact that they took these characters that the majority of their audience did not know about and turned it into an iconic franchise really showed the impact that Marvel and the MCU had. That's when the MCU reached its peak to me was when they took these characters that no one knew. Well, you know, some people did, but you know, the majority of the fan base did not know and they just sold it like hotcakes. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, it's the most fun experience I've had watching a Marvel film. I remember seeing it for the first time and I couldn't stop laughing. And all the all the cool stuff with like the the Nova Core, you know, I hope we get to see Nova at some point uh in the in the future of the MCU. Right. He's a fantastic character. Uh you know and and Adam Warlock and you know they they did tease Adam Warlock at the end of uh volume 2. So I'm sure that's going to happen in in volume 3, but it's such a incredible film that uh, introduces you to these characters that are just kind of a band of misfits and they just end up becoming a family right in front of your eyes and it's just Mm -hmm. it reminds it reminds me of the first time i saw harry potter reminds me of the first time i saw star wars where you just you connect with these characters and it was sad that the second one was was a bit of a letdown you know not saying that it was a bad movie i really don't i didn't think it was a bad movie but it just you know, it, it was a huge letdown from from how good Volume One was, but you know, but that's you know to me because Volume One is the best thing that the MCU has put out for me, and that it, it just it had everything that I loved, and it told a great story, and it had amazing characters, and I love the end with with the dance battle <laughs> and yeah. all that. It's it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's so fun. And the music, you know, the soundtrack is fantastic and everything about it. It's just so well done. James Gunn 
did a fantastic job. I'm so glad that he's back for volume three. And uh, I, yeah, I can't wait for the, for the future of that series. So there you have it guys. A uh, two hour podcast. Should we run down? Sure. Go ahead. Give us the full list. Okay. So, so you had, so I'm going from uh, worst to first. Okay. You had Hulk, Mm -hmm. uh, Thor, Dark World, Iron Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, Age of Ultron, Thor, Iron Man 2, Guardians 1, the uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, the Avengers, Infinity War, Iron Man, Ragnarok, and Civil War. And I had uh, Thor, the Dark World, Iron Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Thor, Guardians 2, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 2, The Avengers, Captain Marvel, Captain America, The First Avenger, Ant-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, Doctor Strange, uh, Civil War, Black Panther, Infinity War, Iron Man, Winter Soldier, Ragnarok, and Guardians 1. So So there we go. So only a couple of major discrepancies, everything else pretty much in the ballpark. So uh, um, anyways, guys, uh, thank you uh, so much for listening to our our are geeking out, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, So this ended up being a two hour podcast. Uh, There's a very strong chance that we end up breaking this into its own bonus podcast. Um, So uh, we'll see how all that goes. Uh, But we did talk a lot of Mariners today as well. So, Uh, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening Uh, from all of us here at SotoMojo.com. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at SotoMojoFS. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can read our uh, Great Mariners content at uh, sotomojo.com. Um, and be sure to uh, be sure to subscribe and uh, give us a thumbs up on the podcast or you know whatever whatever platform you're uh, you're listening to us on. Download us, whatever. All all of it really helps, guys. So again, thank you so much for sticking around, listening to us geek out and all that stuff. Um, and maybe if you stuck around this long, maybe let us know who your favorite, uh, what your favorite Marvel movie is. Um, as well so again from all of us at sotomojo.com thank you so much for listening and i will see you guys in another life peace peace